there are better times to be looking for a job and better times to like be hanging on to your job. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. This is Lois from Kingwood, Texas. I was laid off at the end of last August, and I've been looking for a job since, and I haven't been getting anywhere. In the last month or so, I haven't even been getting rejection letters. I'm about to break. What can I do? Do I need to be doing something differently? I'll take anything you've got. Lois. I feel for this. It's really stressful and really frustrating to be to be this unemployed for this long. Three, four, five months even. Like, that's a lot. Like, especially when you still have bills to pay. Uh, like, God, life doesn't stop, unfortunately. Especially right? not in November, December, January. Yeah, that's when you're like, broke as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Christmas just happened. I'm still recovering, everybody. Yes. Like, in, our fa- in our family, in fact, like, we're so busy and so out of sorts during the holidays that we don't get a Christmas letter out. We send a Lunar New Year letter. Like it is February, March. And it's awesome. <laughs> like it's great. Like my, my parents spend enough time in China to like make that legit, but it's just one of those, like we never get it done. But by the time we get through January and into February, like, okay, now we can think about other things. Right. Like, yeah, totally. The end of the year and the beginning of the year are absolutely insane. I don't care if it's your personal yeah. life or your corporate life or your career or whatever. It's it's crazy in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> well, and it turns out like, Lois, I think this is our answer for you. Like the first thing I did when, when listening to your question is start mapping that to a quarter. Like, well, no shit, girl, you got laid off in August to September. Right. That's because your company understood what was going on by the end of Q3 and they knew they couldn't take any risks in making their their projections for Q4. So they probably laid off a whole bunch of people. And, and I think that's our answer. What we're going to do for you, Lois, is like map out the a corporate calendar, basically, and, and showcase that there is seasonality to it. There are better times to be looking for a job and better times to like be hanging on to your job. Like that end of Q3, beginning of Q4 is a very critical time. And, and that's what we want to show, like show you why that's a critical time to any company. So you understand how to like maybe, maybe I... <laughs> Me personally, I start interviewing at the beginning of Q3 if I think my company might not be hitting their projections because I know there's a layoff coming. Yeah. And it'll help you with that type of career planning. It'll help you with vacation planning. Yeah. It'll help you with when you need to focus on what during the course of your company's fiscal year. Mm-hmm. This is this is something I think every woman in corporate America needs to know in order to get the most out of her job, out of her career, out of her company. Absolutely. And like, I mean, back back to the top of this, it'll even help you with your Christmas spending. Am I going to be <laughs> super bougie in Christmas? No, because I think there might be a layoff, which means I'm going to be unemployed for all of Christmas. Yeah. In which case, everybody's getting a card. Because I can afford a stamp. That's it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, or we'll push that card off to Lunar New Year. That seems fine. That That's what we want to give you some context for. And like, if I were a betting woman, which sometimes I can be convinced to be, I'd bet that you'll probably get a call January or February. So like now is the time. Like now this that we're week, into January. Next week. Yeah. yeah. It's time to follow up because, well, you're about to find out actually. <laughs> 
Lois, we're going to start with some definitions for you. If you're anything like me, <laughs> you just learned what an H2 is. Oh God, welcome. Last quarter, <laughs> uh, which is the right time to learn about that. Um, but but yeah, I think it's important to know what we mean, what corporate America means when it talks about years, quarters, halves, fiscal years, like cal- like whether or not that tracks with calendar years. And the answer is... Not always. Yeah, absolutely. And like, this is going to sound so dumb, but we're going to start by defining a year, like what a year is for, for the average non-corporate American, corporate corporate um, a year is simply 12 months mapped to the Gregorian calendar named after some strange gods and some Roman numbers. Like it's January, February, March, April, like, right. It starts in January. It goes through December. There's some holidays and bullshit in there. If you're in the Southern hemisphere, it's weird. Same months, different seasons. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. We're not touching that. But in corporate America, a year is a fiscal year, which is indicating when your accounting starts and ends for a 12-month period, yeah. right? That's going to be the, for whatever company or industry you're in, it's going to be the same from year to year, um, but it's not the same from company to company or industry to industry. Right. Your fiscal year may actually start in June or it may start in July. It may start in September. May, oh, that's not a good idea, but like <laughs> it, it, most companies these days will start in January. But like if your company has... Any weird seasonality, like, or if it's, if your company's based in another hemisphere, you may be tracking to that. From there, your fiscal year breaks down into quarters. So as it sounds, it's three month (laughs) periods within a year. There are four of them and they're generally referred to as Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. And once you start, like once you understand where your fiscal year starts, generally what's happening in Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 is the same, no matter if it's January, February, March, April, like no matter what the month that lines up to in the Gregorian calendar, the attitude and like what activities are happening in your company in Q1 are the same. Yeah. And that's what we're going to spend the majority of this episode talking about the differences in the energies, the activities, the intentions, the goals of each of those quarters, no matter where they map to the Gregorian calendar. (laughs) This is now a vibe. (laughs) Um, I will also say because Holland is a very visual person, she was like, I don't know how social media works, but can you put this on social? We will definitely. I need a visual. Yeah, (laughs) Map this out for you. So you under, like you can go look at it today. We've posted it this morning. Like, so you can see how this all breaks down. So if you want to go pause, grab Instagram and just like look at it while we're not while you're driving, but like look at it while you're listening to this, it'll make more sense that way. Perfect. Other thing to like little side notes about quarters. Some companies refer to the first two quarters as half one and the second two quarters as half two or H1, H2. And there's also some companies that have like abbreviations around fiscal years as well. And like what their budget rev- yeah. revision is. So like F1, F2, F3, like might be something you hear. If that's something your company's doing, Go find out about it. And, and all it is is like a way to measure progress, right? Yeah. So like you you have, you know, obligations to whatever, shareholders, the public, the market, like whatever the thing is. And to keep everyone aligned to that, you've broken your year down into bite-sized chunks, which everybody can action on. So yeah. however your company makes goals and is accountable to the board, that's how you're going to hear about this language. Yeah. For you, Lois, the easiest way to back into this is probably on the industry level. Like your industry probably has the same fiscal year reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you know what your industry's fiscal start is, that's probably what your company's fiscal start is as well. Right. And then from there, you can take companies that you're applying to, right? Like whoever you've got resumes with right now, you can dig into exactly what their year looks like, but it's probably the same as your industry. Um, and and for purposes of this hypothetical, we're going to assume the fiscal year starts in January and we're going to walk you through what Q1, like all the quarters look like. If you if you're currently employed and you're 
you know, trying to sort this out for yourself. If you don't want to ask somebody, like yeah. go ask your mentor, first of all. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you feel, feel like you need to find this out more um, surreptitiously, you can look at public board meeting notes or Yeah, like whatever. grab grab the Wall Street Journal, grab the shareholder meetings. Like there's always a website somewhere. Like even Warren be- Buffett has like the dumbest website in the world that has <laughs> yeah. shareholder notes on it. You know what I mean? Like it's very clearly marked. It is one page that says here we are, right? It's usually going to be at the bottom, like in the footer yeah. of a website somewhere. It's going to be a... Or like in a back door of a press release and mm-hmm. it'll say like press release for sure, for shareholders and you'll just have like that year's reporting kind of thing and it'll tell you exactly what you're looking for. If your company is not public, uh, go make friends with your finance department. Yeah. You got to say hundo and bra a couple times, but you'll fit right in. Like <laughs> There's going to be a chat in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And then you just ask them like one question like, hey, what what's our fiscal year look like? That's it. And they'll be so impressed. And then let them talk because they'll be impressed with themselves. It's fine. We don't hate finance. We just know that they serve a purpose. They're doing great. <laughs> yeah, they're doing amazing. We like it. Yeah. All right, Lois, all that said, definition's out the door. We're ready to dive into what these quarters look like. And we're going to do that after the break. If you want bite-sized information on how to get more out of your daily corporate grind, follow us on Instagram at AskYourWorkWay. Okay, Q1, also known as my favorite quarter. Yeah. Just like all the newness. It's all fun. It's all chill. It's all like we have everything we could ever want. And like there's nothing but hope on the horizon. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a great time. And everyone feels so hopeful because they have all sorts of money to spend. Yeah, exactly. Top of the year. Uh They just (laughs) they just got a new budget. They just like buried the last year. Whatever happened, everybody's starting at the top of the clean slate. Yes. That's it. (laughs) You've got money and you're ready to spend it. Exactly. Um, Another reason I think Q1 can feel like so hopeful and exciting is because like you've probably just been given the official plan for the year by the leadership of your company, like OKRs or however your company is defining them. Those, those key objectives for the year, you probably know them. You're like, yeah, we can do it. (laughs) It's this like, it's like to steal your words. It's a bit like the winning locker room vibe. Like It's like the first quarter in a football game. Everybody's excited. You just scored one touchdown. It's seven to zero. Everyone's awesome. We haven't gotten to like the third quarter slump where no one can seem to catch the damn football. (laughs) And like you're down by 56. Okay. And a quarter of the um, fans have left the stadium. Yes, exactly. We're all waving our keys at you. We're going home. Oh, that's so sad. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, we used to do that at my school. Like when, when the football team, when our football team was losing and it was a shutout like the other team was like absolutely dominating third quarter everybody get their keys out and just start shaking them and the the message was like we're going home at the end of this quarter if you don't get your shit together damn texas fans not fucking around Uh -uh. answers now get it what am i paying you for get it together (laughs) yeah my tuition's going to this so like come (laughs) on (laughs) um what this means on the ground is that everyone is doing things. They yeah. are executing. They are driving. They are doing all the things. They are, I have no other words for executing you're or no, doing. You're <laughs> well, it, it's just that. It's like, it's literally, there's a whole bunch of buildup through the quarter right before this that like now everyone's got the go and it's ready It's ready to go. Everybody has the resources. Everybody's capacity is full. Everybody's also coming off Christmas vacation where they haven't been, you haven't been looking at them for two weeks. And so they're, they're very pleased to be back. They're like, oh, hi. And no one has another vacation planned till April. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so January is great. The end of Q1 is like a little like, I need some spring break in me. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like that's, that's what this quarter is about. And it feels very good to just like be doing the thing you've been planning for so long. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
by the end of Q1, you may need a vacation. And I will say, if you're working with any any vendor in Asia, Lunar New Year is at the end of Q1 usually. And so you need to prepare for that. You need to get all your shit all the way together before Lunar New Year. And then no one's going to answer an email. So that's a great time to take a vacation <laughs> yeah. until they get back. So like, again, be aware of how your company works and who they're working with and like any local holidays, seasons, whatever that are going to affect your fiscal year. Yeah. So for Lois, what that means for you is this is a great time to follow up on all those applications you submitted last year mm-hmm. at the Just end of last year. Just float it to the top of everyone's inbox. Yeah. Yeah. This is a time to also start that new batch of applications, make new connections because in this quarter in Q1, they're ready to hire. And everyone understands what they have to do and the budget. And they know that they can afford an extra headcount. Where, where last quarter when Lois, I'm sorry, you got laid off, they realized they couldn't afford an extra headcount. So now, now we're back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. um, if you're if you're not in Lois's position, this is a great time for you to like understand the OKRs that have been handed down, all the KPIs, all the quarterly goals, whatever acronym we're using to judge our progress on and now's the time to propose cool stuff the company kpis and all all of that shit is like way too big for you so if you're in like middle to lower management you've got things on your resume you've wanted to accomplish you've got things that like it would really it would be like that x factor that gold star like oh i've always wanted to try this but i've never had an opportunity to q one's a great time to go to your manager and like hey given blah 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 company wa- okrs yeah i want to blah 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 blah, blah which is your stretch project mm-hmm in order to do that, I need the following resources tailored to me. Then they're just like lined out to you for the rest of the year. And then you deliver that shit in Q3 and keep your job. That's, oh, yeah. how, that's how you do that. Okay, then. Okay. LFG. So Lois, in Q2, what's happening is most companies internally are starting to think about the next year. What this means is it's kind of an exploratory quarter. People at the bottom of the corporate America pyramid are doing the research, the exploration, they're being pitched by outside vendors, they're taking in all this information that will allow them to float information up the corporate America decision pyramid to be decided on for next year. So even though it's all like those decisions are being made at the end of this year for next year, the people at the bottom of the pyramid are floating all that research up this quarter, Q2. Absolutely. And what this does is it like leaves their upper management available to hire or make longer term plans for you. So like Q2 is kind of a great time to also start a new batch of resumes. So if you get to the end of January, Lois, and you haven't heard from anybody, just drop them and start fresh. HR has probably been updated on like the recs because January they have a new budget. They understand they need a headcount. And so they've gotten it through HR and now they've got new recs posted. Right. So Q2 is also a fantastic time to be like starting a new batch of companies to apply for. There's also still like the the remainder of execution that's like coming over from last year's planning. So that's still happening on those executables. They're driving toward the end of the first half of the year, that H1, because that first half of the year is ending and there's some stress around that. Q2 is like, I like to think about Q2 as like the, the montage in a rom-com. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's always like a montage moment where they're like, they're like dating. Going Everyone's on together. dates. Yeah, like there's restaurants, there's cute outfits, there's cute like by the beach moments. There's like what whatever the thing is, it's just a montage. And you're like, okay, no drama, no plot points, just blah, 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 blah. Right. That That's Q2. This is not when strategy is pivoting. This is no. not the, the rom-com crisis. This is not like... No. Now, in the middle of this, you're going to end up with... If, if your fiscal year tracks to the Gregorian calendar, which is going to go on a shirt at some point in my <laughs> life, greatest pickup line ever. <laughs> um, there's this like weird moment in here. It's a space that's like mid Q2 to mid Q3. That's summer. 
And it throws everyone off. Every <laughs> it's really fucking annoying. <laughs> well, because if you think about it, people have gotten out of school and they're still out of school. Mm-hmm. They've started going on vacations. They might still be vacationing. Like these things are happening in both of these quarters. Yes, exactly. And you can kind of treat it as its own little moment, especially if your company makes money in the summer or doesn't make money in the summer. That, that's kind of like how they divide. So if you're in like a like pretty standard CPG, so like you're, you're consumer facing and it's some kind of thing that's not specifically summer related, everything's going to drop in the summer. So like your beginning of Q2, like your half one might look great, but like your beginning of half two is going to look terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Or like Q2 might see a big nosedive and Q3 we'll see probably like from the bottom back up to the top, right? So you just got this like weird moment here. Now, if your company is, let's say a sunscreen company, right? (laughs) You're going to kill it in the summer, right? This is when you're not vacationing actually. Exactly. You, you are owning all the Labor Day, all the Memorial promos, like all, like all of this, right? Like you are on fire during this little summer moment, which means like your, your Q2 and Q3 is going to be like a slump to a high point and then a high point to a drop in Q3, right? Like the actual seasonality here is one that will affect your fiscal year. And that, that's all we want to point out about the summer situation. By mid-August, though, you're tracking back to like what might be more normal for your company. And it's more appropriate for us to talk about then Q3 as its own thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. So Q3 itself, like kind of a little bit in the post-summer slump is really going to be delivering up. Like if you've been the runner and you've been doing all this research and you've gotten the one pager to your manager, your manager is now talking to their VP and probably not the CEO yet, probably not the C-suite yet, but they're getting prepared to. The lower you are on the totem pole, the earlier you need to get those proposals in. Uh-huh. Those one-pagers, all that research that you're floating upward in the in the pyramid, you got to do it earlier, the lower down. The more junior you are, the <laughs> earlier you got to do this shit. Right. So like if you're the most junior person on the team, your shit needs to be all the way together by August 1st so that by September 1st, your director has everything they need. It's gone up through several levels of management and your director can deliver everything they need to to their VP so that October 1, when all these planning meetings start happening and are and are going through and you're making real decisions at the C-suite, that the whole department shit is all the way together <laughs> is a better way to say that, right? Yeah, because in the next quarter, top of the next quarter, all that planning or the next fiscal year is happening. It's also important to note that like here, you've got half two. So you're in like almost a different goal setting mindset as well. That's a good point. Now, <laughs> let's talk about our favorite month. Something special happens in Q3. <laughs> it's called September. <laughs> happens every year. Um, September's fun. It is, it is this little cute, fun bonus moment. It's like a bonus month, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like the end of Q3, but it feels like Q4. And it's mm-hmm. really, Q4 planning really depends on what happens in September. Yes. Um, it's it's kind of fun. I like to call it Q4's bonus month. That's what I like to call it. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> and and it's because you're, you're in this moment where you're still running two timelines. You're like very aware of like your goals and the numbers you need to hit for this year. But you're also prepping for next year. And you have this like, beautiful moment where you're post-summer slump so everybody's back to normalcy and you're not quite to Q4 yet. You're pre-holiday. Yeah you you understand exactly where your numbers are enough for the year to see 
what you need to do in the next quarter before the next quarter starts, which you never really get. Like when a quarter ends, it, you know, it, it ends and then you've got to wait five to 10 days before it, like before you kind of know what the real numbers shake mm-hmm. out at. And so you're, you're kind of halfway through that first month before you understand what you really need to get to for the quarter. Yeah. You're already halfway through. Yeah. But September is this like beautiful little moment where like everybody assumes Q3 wraps up in August for some reason. I don't know what it is. It's like this weird thing that we're all, we, we've all drunk the Kool-Aid on this. Yeah. So September tends to be awesome. So you'll understand and you'll see companies start to decide how we're pivoting. Either we've made the money we need to for the year because our holiday is a known quantity or we super haven't even gotten there. We're not even halfway there and we need to like shut the shit down in order to make our numbers. Which is why Lois, you were laid off. That's right. You're, you're a cost and a line item. Yep. Yep. And no company is more aware of how much that line item is going to cost them than they are in September. Because by September, a company probably knows how the rest of its finances are going to shake out for the rest of the fiscal year. September highly affects how you go into Q4 planning. Mm -hmm. And that's planning for the next year. Like that Q4 planning we're talking about, that's when your your C-suite's making big decisions about its budget for the next year. If if you've said you're going to hit a certain amount of revenue by the end of this year, and you know that you're going to hit it, then suddenly the planning for the next year is is like, let's grow on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not going to hit it, then it's like, oh shit, we need to look backwards and see what we missed and how to make up the difference in the next year. So while for Lois, that meant budget cuts that resulted in her termination, mm-hmm. for other people, this might have been a time when they saw a lot of hiring happening because yes. they're like, oh shit, we got money mm-hmm. and we're doing well and we're meeting our targets, et cetera, et cetera. You might have new people onboarding during this time. We saw this like we saw this last year in September. You get all these announcements on LinkedIn that companies are laying off hundreds and thousands of people at the same time, similar companies are hiring hundreds and thousands of people. That's because they didn't operate their P&L. They, they didn't run to their profit and loss statement very well. They knew where they were sitting in September and said, oh shit, we have to get our spend to zero. Or guess what? We got money to burn. Let's go. Which means that in, in this like Q4 bonus month of September, companies are very clear on what they're doing for the next three months. They're either spending because they need to spend their budget in order to keep it for the next year, or they're cutting so they're spending zero so they can just barely make their numbers. If you're going to pivot your strategy, you're going to pivot here because now you know. So what, when it comes to a personnel decision, that company is either laying everyone off or they're hiring and there's no, there's no in between. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's one or the other. So when, when it comes to like applying for jobs, keep an eye out for like, what is this company doing? Go to their PR page, follow them on LinkedIn, figure out like what, what are they announcing? If they've just hit their Q3 numbers and they've hit it or there's like, oh, we're projecting to not hit it, then don't bother applying. You can see a layoff coming from a mile away that way. Which brings us, Lois, to Q4. Again, this is the time where you've realized in September, I either have money to burn. Or I don't have any money, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm negative, so I need yeah. to at least break even on the yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and folks are executing on holiday, right? So like whatever that means for your company, you're executing there. And unfortunately, it's like the opposite of Q2. We're like Q2, like we're executing and everything's good. And like everybody's taking vacation. It's very chill. Q4, patients get shorter, tempers get hotter, voices get louder, simply because it is, it's crunch time, it's execution time, it's go mode, but everyone's also taking vacation and it's like holiday vacation. So you're like, I got to go see my in-laws, I got to see my family, there's weather delays, there's like, so people are going to be out of the office and they have to get a lot of shit done at the same time. And it's critical path. Yeah, it's like, absolutely critical path. It's like, I'm, I'm not surprised, honestly, that you didn't get any responses. You didn't even get rejection letters because they probably just like said, hang on. No one in the building has a bandwidth to deal with 
any new inputs. We're trying to save the ship or we're trying to like make sure we get through the end of this year. Right. So if Lois, we were talking to you in Q4, we would have said, don't freak out. Mm-hmm. This is totally normal. We're not surprised that yeah. you're not hearing back from these folks. And again, as we've talked about, January is when you're going to hear back from yeah. them. Now, the most important thing that is happening during this quarter is planning and approvals for next year. I don't even know how to like underscore this even more. <laughs> if you could underline and bold a sentence in audio, it would be this. Everything that we've talked to up to this point is leading to Q4. All of the reports, all of the bullshit, all the research that you have been doing and one pagering and like editing and like losing sleep over, hopefully not because you're an ask your work woman, but everything <laughs> has been building to here, right? To like getting your VP in your vertical in the room where the CEO says, yep, I agree with that plan. So they can walk out of the room and, and hand it back to you and say, okay, go. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go on vacation first. And then <laughs> I'm going to go on go. this one pager. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Like that's, that's the vibe, which yeah. is why like no one's paying attention to anyone who wants a job. Well, I don't know. I don't even have time to onboard you because I'm trying to onboard into a plane. I'm full of these right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it a lot. <laughs> and, and what you'll see if you're junior in the room, your manager or below is your directors, your VPs are flying to headquarters yes. to have planning meetings all during this quarter. Mm-hmm. You, you're locked out of vacations. You like, you can't go on vacation until you can, which is like literally the day before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because everybody's busy. You're head down. These are, these are 10 hour meetings. You're probably just ordering coffee and dinner. You know what I mean? It's only spreadsheets and coffee. Like yeah. <laughs> that's it. We need that on a show. <laughs> yeah, like, only spreadsheets and coffee. Well, uh, your manager doesn't have time for you even. No, not, like, not at all. She's just trying to get that budget approved for her department. Yeah. That's all she's trying to do. Because if she doesn't get it approved, guess what? Somebody has to get fired. A project doesn't get to go. Mm-hmm. There's less of a chance at her meeting her bonus requirements. Yeah. Because you're not. she doesn't have enough projects to make any sales. Right? Like that's... And you don't get to do your stretch project. Yeah. That's why year. this is critical path this mm-hmm. quarter because you've been prepping for it for literally a whole year. If you're far enough away from it, you won't see it. And mm-hmm. all you'll see is like a cute little three hour all hands where they lay out the results of these hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of meetings where you see a beautiful plan for the next year. And you've seen that meeting only after you've had like a couple weeks of real chill time because your boss isn't around and yeah. you're like fucking around and, you know, paint your toenails, whatever the thing <laughs> is. Like, yeah, if you're too far away, I agree. Yeah. You don't see it. But what you should appreciate is that everything that comes out of your C-suite and your your executive management is the result of all those meetings, all those budget approvals. Yeah. And that's not just them. That's their board. That's their investors. That's it's anyone above them. Um, so it's like like Vanessa said. This whole year has been driving to Q4 planning approvals. Bold it, underline it. Next. We do have like a little bonus tip for you (laughs) about Q4. Yeah. (laughs) Um, People think that like bonuses happen in Q4. They do not. They super don't. And the reason for that is that companies don't know what the fuck their final P&Ls are for a year until March. Yeah. They're going to have a good sense of it probably by January 10th. 15th right about right about now actually <laughs> um but not until the taxes are totally paid inventory is done taxes are paid all that shit's in gone are you gonna know whether you got that like performance bonus right because mm-hmm. how the company performed isn't finalized until those taxes are paid that's right until the government gets their piece so i hope you get a bonus i hope you're at a company that gives you a bonus mm-hmm. and i hope your company did so well last year <laughs> um but like that is not happening now what may happen is you might get a christmas gift yeah. That's fun. It could be swag. It could be a cooler. It could be a jacket. It could be a turkey. Whatever it is. 
considered a gift. That is not your Christmas bonus. It might even be a couple thousand dollars, right? Yeah. But that's a Christmas gift, not a year end bonus. What, one other thought for everyone on this episode is corporate events. <laughs> you will have some like big things within every corporation. Every corporation is different that that like kind of dictate how your year runs. So on top of your fiscal year, you have these other cultural things. They can look like a shareholder event, public announcements, launches, any kind of convention or like summit or something like that. They're going to be weird. They're going to be different for every company. They're not even industry standard. Like anyone who's watched Apple for a long time understands that they like always like phones were always announced in September. It's a thing, right? Like there are companies who have like they only launch products in May or they only launch certain types of products in January or like fashion industry always launches new collections in September or whatever the thing is. There's going to be there's going to be specific moments that are in your corporation that are different. So just pay attention to those. And the only thing I'll say is like, do not take vacation ahead of them. Four weeks before your event, you're locked down. <laughs> like that's how that goes. I have friends that I take international trips with and like our trip schedule is based on their convention schedule, right? Like, okay, well, as soon as I know the dates for that and which I'll tell you, they start planning them <laughs> in Q3 and that's when the date's set. And that's when we know in Q2 the next year when we're allowed to go on vacation. That's just how the corporate cycle works, which is how your vacation works. And like once you understand that and you can think quarterly and you can think at this big picture, then like your life just becomes very easy to navigate. Both your personal and your professional. Yeah, exactly. All right, Lois, we've gone through Qs one through four. Brings us all the way back to Q1 again. <laughs> That's unfortunately how life goes. <laughs> yeah. It's just the repeating cycle forever until you die. Um, but yeah, like it makes sense that now that Q4, you've used that to plan, make decisions. You're getting what? OKRs, KPIs, goals, and everyone's excited again. Room. Yay! <laughs> Hopefully this gives you a sense of the bigger picture that allows you to work within this structure, whether for you it's trying to get a new job or trying to make the most out of the job you have. I'm, I'm super excited. You need to like write us back and tell us like what, <laughs> what happened here. Yeah. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. But, but yeah, Lois, like that's, you know, that might help you. No, I don't know. I don't no, know. go ahead. I didn't know where that sentence was going. It was going a great place as far as I was concerned, which was like, was like, I hope this helps you not like understand how corporate America works so that like, you're not just locked in this like despair cycle. That sounds great. Great. I said the front half of that sentence. <laughs> you said the back half of that sentence. <laughs> it's not how this podcast works. <laughs> yeah. Kind of actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not mad about it. Um, perfect. Do you want me to give the front half of it or do you want to give the back half of it? <laughs> <laughs> Those are your options.